0: welcome back to the coffee hour i'm andy bates i'm sarah golseth It is Friday morning, and we're going to take a look at one more article in The Lutheran Witness today because, well, it's the end of May, and we have one more chance to get that back in. So really excited yeah. to, uh, to dig into that. The May issue was uh, it covered so many great things, particularly pertaining to, to weddings. I'm um, thinking there would be lots of weddings, not really thinking about there being a global <laughs> pandemic. But a uh, really good article. Um, if you look around page 15, Wedding Vows, the Voice of Love by the Reverend Dr. Kenneth Weeding. He's also the author of The Blessings of Weekly Communion from Concordia Publishing House. Dr. Weeding, thanks for being our guest this morning on The Coffee Hour.
1: Well, it's a real pleasure to be here, and uh, thank you for the invitation.
0: So you share with us in uh, this month's issue of the Lutheran Witness uh, some really great insights, particularly from God's Word, on marriage and and, and the, the wedding service or um, the order of holy matrimony, uh, as it's listed in our hymnal. How is God's Word, uh, when it comes to marriage, different from cultural inventions or feelings as it informs us on our vocations in marriage?
1: The heart of that, I think, um, Andy, would be the, uh, the Scripture's revelation of, of love, um, so different than um, imaginary ideas about it or invented ideas about it, even strongly felt emotional perspectives about it, but so um, unlike... Our uh, our our love in a human way here on earth and its uh, origin and its uh, strength. Uh, um, I think in the same issue, uh, Pastor Peterson did a wonderful job in terms of First Corinthians 13 and and just um, unfolding the love of God in Christ and um, and that foundational reality for for what is to be the love of a husband for the wife in marriage and and um, and the strength of of uh, that love for one another coming from christ's love and forgiveness for for both husband and wife the wedding vows are such an important part of of that service uh, that carry on through the life of the husband and wife uh, hopefully continually going back to those vows and uh, maybe remembering what you actually vowed to each other uh, to bring bring you maybe closer together closer to christ what are husbands commanded to do or be in uh in relationship with their wives the uh the vows are are rather um rather stark in in their requesting but will you have this woman to be your wedded wife will you nourish and cherish her as christ loved his body the church giving himself up for her then say i will and there's more than that but um there is in that vow an impossibility for for the husband. Uh, Christ's love is perfect. The husbands will be imperfect. But there is a wonderful, um, if you will, uh, standing up straight. There's a wonderful taking. Oh, excuse me. One should sil- silence their cell phone before talking on the <laughs> on the radio. I have a I have a dear. 95-year-old mother in South Dakota, and she calls and oh. talks from a nursing home. We haven't been oh. able to see her for months uh, directly, and uh, we talk every day, and I'm very sorry for that uh, interruption. But the, uh, <laughs> oh, the, um, the, the vows there of the husband are, are beyond him, but in Christ, and, and as one who confesses uh, need for that loving forgiveness of Christ, there's recognition of that. And so I will. And you, you could put in parentheses, like there is so many other places, God helping me with His grace, uh, you know, to mm-hmm. to uh, move forward in the years ahead, the months ahead, in a in a, in a way that reflects these vows and and works at them through the through the years and decades that God would give us together.
0: You did a nice job in the article of also painting a picture of uh, how we sometimes look at that command for husbands to. Um, Love their wives as Christ loved it, the church, giving Himself up for her. Uh, how we look at that through our modern um, American cultural lens. Uh, how do we sometimes interpret that—that uh, that giving ourselves up for our wives? Well, I—I I joke with my dear wife Barbara,
1: my lovely bride of uh, 37 years, as we take walks, and I say to her from time to time, "Now I'm supposed to be ready to take a." Take a hit for you, so I'm going to walk on the outside. You walk on the inside, and uh, it's come to be a little bit of a humorous thing for us. But we can imagine heroics that um, I yes I will I will lay my life down for my bride should that event that need ever arise. Well, <laughs> it's it's a daily need, and it's not uh, imagined heroics uh, sometime in the future. But it is uh, the daily domestic active doing. Uh, that's not always so lovely. That's not always um, in step with our feelings. Um, and so there's a putting of the other first, um, though that bride is a real sinner, and uh, though the husband is as well. But um, there's so much involved there. And through the um, pastoral conversations I've had with many university students in in uh, marital preparation. Um, one of the major things uh, to speak about is just listening for the groom um uh, i think it took a decade for my dear wife barbara to to get through to me and my thick skull that in the love i should have for her um why don't i listen before i solve the problem before i give the answer (laughs) and so uh, this agape love is just uh, it's hard work uh, it's 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 ongoing hard work and um, putting to death the sinful nature and uh, to to love as Christ loves again beyond us impossible but that which we um, receive and work at with his with his good forgiving help and love.
0: You bring up such a good point that uh, listening for us as husbands is is really important. Uh, before trying to solve the problem, uh, listen to the, the the whole conversation, and sometimes we may realize that it's not a problem that needs to be solved, but just something that's simply being expressed. If we just listen, <laughs> it may not necessarily be a problem needs to be solved. <laughs> and
1: I, I kind of uh, speak of my my uh, my wife Barbara, you know, taking a decade to get that through my skull, but uh, my skull is still. Thick and so listening is something that I needs to work on until the Lord, uh, Lord calls us to where, where that listening is perfect and it's
0: yeah. Well, we've spoken about husbands. What about wives? Uh, what are wives commanded to do or to be in the scriptures? The um, the text in
1: Ephesians is just um, it, it's very clear, but it's um, it's very difficult to hear in our time and. The Greek word, hupo, from the hupo the ordering, the lining up with, um, is a military term, but it, it's, um, it's, uh, indicating a headship. Um, I've had young couples come in and say, Master, there'll, there'll be no head in our marriage. We're going to be equal in this. And I say, well, then we have a, have a rough starting point because the Lord who loves you more than either of you can love each other says there's to be ahead and uh within that there's to be a submission uh subordination it's not an inferior um station or inferior action but um a position taking up a place in the marriage for the vocational life and duties and uh, and struggles ahead um uh, it is a beautiful act um it's a god-given place for receiving its blessings and um it's, um, it's a position of of receiving love, uh, as the church receives the love of Christ. And she orders her life, lines up uh, in respect and honor for that. So that is to be part of the wife's, um, uh, I guess you could say here, of the vow that she makes. But uh, God's marching orders, his loving uh, words to, to her as, uh, as this gift of marriage is received. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of a, a lot of times we we as wives uh see that word submit and and maybe uh it, it's a bit jarring but it's not the the submission as Andy mentioned in our American cultural lens it's it isn't that submission of of being lesser than is it Oh no no there's uh, you know the the word is used um in different uh different forms but the same root word is used for Christ submitting to his parents submitting to the father's will it is, um, it's a word of, of action, a word of, um, of understanding. It's not, it's not an inferior word of any, any, uh, in any way um, any more than Christ is inferior to the Father. Uh, in, the, in the relationship between uh, Father and Son in the Godhead, there's no inequality. Uh, there is an ordered way of giving love and uh, bestowing blessings and and receiving love, and uh, that's um, that's what's at work in that at work in that
0: word in, in Ephesians five. We have just about a minute left. What's the relationship? <laughs> I know I won't ask so much more. Uh, what's in the what is the, what is the relationship of baptism to marriage? You address this a bit in your article as well.
1: Yes. Um, from the beginning, you know, and for me, this was a learning thing in, in in the pastoral work. But this gift of marriage from the beginning, reflecting Christ's love for His church, and uh, in in joining us to Him in claiming us as His own in baptism, there is a a blamelessness, a holiness, um, a standing given that is is just uh, instrumental, foundational. Then to the love and commitment, the vows that they make to one another. Um, if these vows are beyond us, uh, what is it that we, uh, that where we receive our strength, it's in the love of Christ for his bride, the church. And he presents us without spot or wrinkle. Um, our baptism is as fresh today as it was the day we first received it. Um, we have not been faithful in our part in all respects. God is perfectly faithful in all respects to his gifts to us there. He will never back away from them. There's a love uh, in 1 Corinthians 13 that uh, bears all things, endures all things. It has for us in Christ on the cross, and that's the love that he gives us in our baptism and at the table uh, where he serves us his body and his blood. Um, and and it, it is in that love then that we, uh, we forgive and, and love one another in our
0: marriages. Amen, and that is beautiful. The Rev. Dr. Mm -hmm. Kenneth Weeding, author of The Blessings of Holy Communion uh, and the May issue of the Lutheran Witness, Wedding Vows, The Voice of Love. Thank you so much, Dr. Weeding, for being our guest on the Coffee Hour today. Thank you so much. I enjoyed it much. Thanks. I'm Andy Bates.
1: I'm Sarah Golseth.